Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within, and welcome to our podcast again. So um, today I'm going to talk about mastering your money, and uh, it's a quite an interesting topic. It's often in the news uh, we're hearing about, you know, how Australians can't afford to retire, you know, with, you know so many Australians, uh, you know, can't live without a paycheck, those sorts of things, and I wanted to cover that. I'm, I'm also going to sort of do it a little bit more with a slant towards millennials. I mean, these are sort of the 30-year-olds and under roughly um, and those because it's really more important nowadays for these the younger generation to be able to get control of their money and get into investing and everything else than it was back for somebody's let's say who was born in the 50s or 60s maybe um, simply because it's a completely different time so uh, and to me when when you're young getting a good start in life is important to set you up for, for the three most important areas of your life and or for your future and their health work and family now now, however, when your, your parents finally let you loose on the world, it's really also important to enjoy your life whilst you're young. And I, I know I did, um, and I know there are lots of people out there that while you're young, you know, that 20 to 30, that you're young, you're adventurous, um, and you do that. But it doesn't mean you don't forget about uh, the money side of it, and I never did uh, in terms of that because my upbringing was you know, having good financial management. Uh, and so whilst I still enjoyed myself, I still travelled. So how do you get the best of both worlds, you know, having fun whilst also taking control of your money? Now, one of the main concerns that many Australians have, especially the young ones or the young Aussies, is they constantly battle with, and that's cash flow, and whether or not there is enough to cover the bills due at the end of the month. Now, I know a lot of people say to me, I run out of money before I run out of month, um, and the statistics are not surprising to me. When we look at them, we're saying over 50% of young Australians are experiencing some form of financial pressure. That's one in two younger people. Furthermore, only 5.4% of young Australians aged 15 to 24 and only 12.7% of those who are 25 to 35 actually save money regularly. Uh, and that's a really interesting statistic. Now, I also find these, what more alarming is it doesn't matter what generation, um, you know, they're all under the same sort of financial pressure. So, cause as I said, I, was, I find this alarming as we're seeing a generation of younger people growing up living under a lot of financial pressure um, and with poor money management skills. And it doesn't need to be like that. Uh, managing your money is a vital skill for all as it can determine the quality of the life that you live now and into the into the future. Now, let's face it, you're going to live into the future. Just how well you live is really up to you and the choices you make today. Um, now, some people say money can't buy happiness, but it can give you security. So if you've got more money, you've got more control, you've got more flexibility, you've got more freedom, you've got more choice. And that's the thing, those sorts of those areas are something that everybody aspires to. So managing your money early on in life will reap greater rewards later in life. It's, you know, the younger generation tends to be 
that because of the internet, it's all, I want it now, I want instant. Uh, life doesn't work like that, as I was saying, is that you really do need to plan for the future because you will live there. Um, and getting things um, instantly doesn't always happen because you can't afford it. And uh, uh, those of you who may have seen me on Channel 10's morning show, you know, about six or eight weeks ago, we were talking about credit card debt in Australia, and it's phenomenal the amount of credit card debt Australians have, how so few people pay off their credit card, and, and what's worth, a lot of people have got two and three credit cards, and that's really alarming for me. So to me, managing your money is a vital skill for all, as it can determine, as it can determine that quality of life, and as I was saying, so some people, um, you know, as, as we said there, you know, you can't buy, money can't buy happiness, but geez, it really can give you that security so it really is important that you do get hold of it so what I'm going to give you is a list of simple techniques that you can apply immediately to start managing your money more effectively and give yourself the best start in life now I'll probably end up doing two podcasts I'll go through some of them now and then I'll uh, do some of them uh, in the, in part two the first one is one that most people don't like to talk about and it's budgeting uh, and this seems like quite an obvious one but in allocating a portion of your pay whether it's weekly, fortnightly or monthly, to certain areas can and does have a major impact on your savings and your lifestyle. Now, budgeting will free you up to spend money on what's important in your everyday life while still allowing you to work towards your bigger life goals. A lot of people, when you mention budgeting, they cringe and they go, wow, it's going to restrict me, it's going to stop me from doing things. But the reality is exactly the opposite. Um, you actually get more freedom, more control, more quality. Um, you know, and that's really what budgets do. Um, when budgeting, it's important to track your spending and make sure you stay disciplined. It only takes an hour a month to manage a budget once it's established. And it really is not a lot of effort once you get it established because what I find a lot of people do is they spend money on things that aren't important to them and impulse things, you know, like... They might be down the road, they'll buy a muffin with their coffee or... Um, and when you actually start writing down what you're spending your money on, I can guarantee you it, it's an amazing, amazing um, exercise that you'll realise just how much money you're wasting on things that just aren't really that important to you and how much money you can have. Uh, and to me, I was only saying, uh, saying to people on the weekend, I used to see well over 100 people in my office every single month for many, many years and I was helping them with budgeting, financial management, understanding the money market and investing. And it's amazing, I never found a person that I couldn't save minimum of 10% easily and not miss it. But a lot of people I could find closer to 30% and they didn't they didn't miss it. So what we, what we organised within their budget didn't affect their lifestyle negatively at all. They still had a good lifestyle. They just actually were better at managing their money and they got more control and more freedom and more choice and they also got more investments and, and they got that compounding going. So as I said, when budgeting, it really is important to track your spending and make sure you stay disciplined. Um, in order to make things easier, I suggest you focus on what you want and where you're going, your goals, rather than what you might perceive you are giving up. Changing your view on budgeting could be the difference between able to afford that you know, new outfit, new car, new device, holiday, new lounge suite, whatever it is you want. More importantly, budgeting will help you invest, and investing is that future that you're looking for. The more you invest when you're younger, 
the more you'll have when you're older. And we know now that younger people are going to be more transient in their work. They're going to be less jobs available. They're, the average young person now is changing jobs every 18 months to two years. Three years in a job's a long time for a young person. And the more technology grows, the less jobs there will be. So you need to start now when you're younger and start investing so that you can then earn an income from the market and other ways that not uh, where you're not transferring time for money or trans uh, allocating your time to a job and getting an employer to pay you. So you do really need to do that. And I find it's critical for younger people. So as I said, so you change your view on budgeting and you'll have a future that you want to. Now, uh, we can give you uh, budget breakdowns and et cetera for, for people, but at the end of the day, you really just need to write everything down. There's also some really good tools to help your money, you know, such as money, oh, sorry, ASIC's Money Smart website and their Money Smart calculator. And there's also different apps about budgeting that you can get on your phone depending on whether you've got an iphone or an android phone or whatever else and i'm sure um, you know you can go to the app store and find something that you like excuse me i'm just flipping pages now for my notes second thing what you really need to do with the budgeting it actually helps you create cash flow so this is the second point that i want to talk about here cash flow so be mindful budgeting is great but it's not flawless now a survey conducted by the commonwealth bank of australia found that 56 percent of people would not have enough savings to handle a temporary loss of income. That means if you lost your income, if one in two people, more than one in two people in Australia, if they lost, had a temporary loss of their income, meaning they were sick or a job or whatever else, they would struggle. That's one in two people. Uh, that's really, really shocking to me. Further, one in three Australian households will be unable to find $500 in a, in a case of if an emergency came up. So one in three households, if they unable to find $500. Now that really is alarming. Um, you need to be able to have put money away for a rainy day just in case. Um, you also need to make sure that if you do lose your job, I was only yesterday speaking to a gentleman who's a painter, um, in self-employed painter, he fell off his ladder and he's off work for six weeks, got no money coming in. So how does he live? Now, yes, he's got income protection insurance, but that's just doesn't cut it does it there's lots of rules around all of that so also make sure that you know you've got money in the bank just in case and, and a lot of people don't do that now there'll be a time when you can't avoid unexpected expenses and something is guaranteed to happen that will put a dent in your efforts and that's why it's a good idea to have three months of your income saved up in the bank so that you have a cushion for anything unexpected. Always have that safety valve. That means you don't have to worry about money on a day-to-day basis. If you worry about money on a day-to-day -day basis, then that means you need to budget and you need to understand money better and you need to start doing that. Now, there are very few people, I'm not saying 100% of people, but there are very few people that we can't help or you sit down and work it out that we can't help free up that cash flow. Um, for people yes there are people that are on pensions etc etc that can be hard or, or centrelink benefits that would be hard but we even have clients and students of our course that are even on centrelink that are actually putting some money away so they can start investing and they are investing and slowly building up their investments so that they can get off centrelink attitude is everything and how you look at it having adequate cash flow also eliminates the possibility of defaulting on payments and being charged interest i know a lot of people that don't budget, we'll get the red statements in the mail and then they get charged interest because they haven't paid their bill on time and they park penalty fees and 
all sorts of some of those things that I was finding in people's budgets were just horrific and how much they were paying in credit card interest which is a bad debt you know as I said fees on late payments and interest on late payments and all sorts of things like that they add up and they and over a year they really do add up to put a big dent in in your your budget Alrighty, that's it for part one. Look out for part two um, in the coming week or so um, when we put that all up. So um, I hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast. You've been listening to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gibbons, Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Take care. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation.